the great thing about a cat is it's like, we'll just fill the food bowl up a little bit more and put a little more water and they'll be fine for like six months. Six like you could just leave. They'll come, you'll come back, they'll be totally fine. I did cat chores for the last five days for a church friend who's gone in Texas. Um, my youth pastor's wife, when she was a kid, they had pet skunks. What are cat chores? <laughs> I had to go, I had to go to their You're house. You're just going to gloss right over pet skunks? Okay. Yeah. Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, back for another episode of the Backroads and Bonfires podcast with two lovely gentlemen, Burke and Tom are here, boys. Howdy. How we doing? Hello. You look comfy. I found when I feel like I'm at my best, I like hold the mic like this. There you go. I feel like I just get relaxed. Like this is like, there's a hot take coming when I get this posture. Yes. You can't see this, listeners, but I'm like holding the mic in a very uh, nonchalant. Like a kid's these days. This, here, when I put the mic like this, this is more chalant. <laughs> this is more nonchalant. <laughs> That's probably how you were sitting when you asked if he gleeked through his eyeballs. <laughs> Ted, <laughs> probably. Ted, I did help you pick up a new listener in the last couple of weeks. Yeah? Who? Uh, Wait, have you told me? Trudy? The new, the new, the new guy. That you <laughs> oh, that's yeah. right. Yep. Yeah, Craig. Shout out, Craig. Shout out, Craig. Who's Craig? Works with Tom. Yeah, Craigers. Uh, former Craig. Nashville recording artist. Wait, yeah, songwriter. Still, still, doing still it. has publishing, has publishing company and stuff. I need to get him on the pod. Hear some stories. I told you guys I hung out with a former cast member of SNL, but I can't tell a lot of those stories. I don't Keep feel like hush, they're my hush. stories to tell, but it was fascinating. Was he's it really? Super, oh, he's super funny and like as an SNL nerd. I asked him so many questions. He told me so many like behind the scenes things, and I was just was loving it, it. Was it uh, anything? I mean, I'm sure there were some surprising things about like how things. One thing done. was very surprising, and I'll tell you after we're off the uh, yeah. microphones. Did he, ever, was, did he ever talk about his time with Chris Farley? He was. He was way later than that. He was maybe 20 years after Chris Farley. <laughs> so uh, how long was he on? A year. And then now, what's he do? Uh, he's a stand up. Nice. Actually, we hung out with him after his stand-up show in Des Moines. At the um, Funny Bone? Yep. He was at the Funny Bone. I love and then we went across bro. the street to Wellman's Pub. Yep. I've been there. Great place. Um, it's great until about 10 p.m. when they turn <laughs> the music up so stupidly loud and you yep. can't even talk to the person six yep. inches from you. Mm-hmm. But um, he just – he also – like my favorite thing was I asked him, what's the funniest thing that was at Table Read that didn't make it to air? 
and he told us and then he like did it like he stood up and like did it and i was like falling off my chair laughing and i was like man i wish that would have been on there that's incredible yeah. i'm i'm happy for you that you got that experience i know it's how much you like SNL. Thing. i always wanted to hang out with somebody from snl and i got to do it i've never Boom. hopefully it won't be the last time i don't have that. many famous people stories I, actually i don't either i was on the same flight as reggie miller once yeah. but we didn't even know it till baggage claim one time when i I was at the park. I think I saw the dog from Full House. I think it was Comet. Comet, <laughs> but I the park I, at the park here in Alta. No, <laughs> but I was like, is that Comet? <laughs> I couldn't. I didn't. Probably know. not. I, I was like, Comet, and he didn't look. So <laughs> yeah, I don't like, think it was him. Maybe he has a different name, like in reality. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, like his name is probably like Dan. Dan. <laughs> I love when pet his names have human names. His name's probably like Dan Brockton. <laughs> I have a buddy that lives in Vegas. He got a, uh, it looks like a wiener dog, but they it's not a wiener dog. And um, they're fatter and bigger. I, I don't know what they're, Yorkies? They have more girth? Girth. Definitely not a Yorkie. Girthier? I don't know. Whatever the name is, but he named it Glenn. Yeah, I think, <laughs> yeah, we had some farm cats. We named uh, Craig Jennings and one named Lori. And we'd refer to him as our roommates. People be like, give a cat. I'm like, this is Craig. Just my roommate. Be like, Craig, we're leaving for the weekend. Pick up after yourself. Um, I had an amazing experience about a week ago in Storm Lake. At an establishment? At Grand Central Coffee. I went there for lunch. It had been far too long since I've been there. you say lunch? Yeah. I've heard of it. Yep. (laughs) So how awesome. It's a favorite of mine. Do you guys enjoy conversations with old people? Yes, Sometimes. I do. Thoroughly. They're, they're like my favorite. So I was wearing my Iowa Hawkeye sweatshirt and I was just sitting wait. It was really busy. So it was like quite a long wait for the food, but I was fine. I was just drinking coffee and looking at my phone. Some old guy walks up to me, had to have been about 80, and he goes, That's a fine establishment there on your shirt. <laughs> and he's pointing the eye. I said, Oh, I love the way old people talk. Yeah. I go, Oh, did you go there? And he goes, Yeah, both of us did. And this other old guy walks up beside him. Turns out they were college. It was Jess Settles. I wish. <laughs> Turns out they were college roommates back in the day. Um, the guy who told me it was a fine establishment had just lost his wife recently, and his best friend from college and his wife were here hanging out with him. I pulled up in their booth, and we just talked about college days. They told me all wild stories from their college days, how they loved Iowa. It just had the best conversation. I haven't recalibrated what it means to be an old person. Yeah. I still think I'm like 10 where I'm like, oh, you're old. You, you're you like from the 40s. And now it's like, no, I graduated in college in like 1968. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, what, what's an old person is still, I'm off in my brain. I'm like, oh, you must have been through World War II. And it's like, <laughs> no, it's Vietnam for this, for the elderly people now. Do you guys ever get that? Where uh, I had that the other day um, at work. I still feel young sometimes, like. You look incredible. We are. Thank you. Thank you. Where it's like you you think that you're still the guy that just started. And then you have an intern from Iowa State come in and he's 21 years old. And he's like, for real, for real. No cap. (laughs) On God. (laughs) Dude, that loan job he did was busting. Busting, busting. And just, yeah, the words they say and the phrases they use, you're just like, who are you? Yep. And then when you're like, I'm 14 years older than you. Mm-hmm. We are getting to where I mean we're securely middle aged. We're getting a little long in the tooth. Yeah, sure are. Yeah, I when the, when the young people start talking like that, I just get scared of their ways and their their nomenclature. Yep. 
Well, I love old I had, people. I had one the other day. I had a haircut that wasn't perfect, and it ruined my next two days. That's I gotta, why I don't get them. I don't get haircuts. I gotta, get, I gotta give you my barber's number. You have a barber? Oh yeah, I've been going to him for my last five haircuts. Guy's does, incredible. Does he do your, does he do your mustache? Say. Does he do your mustache? Nope. Do you don't myself. let him touch it. Do that myself. You should see what see what he can do with um, that. Let him take it for a spin. Don't touch my lip rug. Let him take it for a spin. <laughs> Maybe he might be able to improve the old soup strainer. Pet. <laughs> Pet is wearing a hat that says Puma. And it's got a string on it. Yep. Um, and it's across the front. So I always wonder on those types of hats. Like when it's windy, you just pull the string around and put it under your chin. Mm-hmm. Like I'm wearing an old lady's bonnet. I okay. think I yes. think the string is purely. No, I think it. Uh, I think it has utility. You yeah, think it so? definitely has utility. I think it's ceremonial. You can get it under your chin, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Especially the squishy double chin. Do you do you comb your mustache? Of course I do, like three times a day. Mine. Gets, I actually have a comb in my center console that's just my mustache comb. Mine gets too long and it starts to curl into my mouth, but I kind of like nibbling on the nope, side. No, not of me. A Once it starts getting in the mouth a little bit, I trim it. I always like it resting on the upper lip. I like to right hide my it. upper lip. Get the old cookie duster down here. <laughs> I don't like it. Uh, then it gets in. Then it gets even worse when you're eating than it already is. I do sometimes let my beard get too long, and then it's like, it's it's hard to eat like a a messy ham yep. salad sandwich when you got a beard. <laughs> ham <Yeah>. salad. <laughs> ham salad's my favorite kind of sandwich of all time. It's pretty good. Ham salad's good. Rank your really? favorite sandwiches of all time right now. Mine's ham, ham salad. Maybe uh, in like fairway various? ham salad. Uh, I'm. It's life changing. I used to sell a lot of it. I, Bert, okay. I, on, on recommendation of this podcast, I had a hot ham and cheese salad. the other day, and you called it a top five lunch. Top I, one. And I thought you were insane. And then I had a hot ham and cheese the other day. It was probably two months ago mm-hmm. when Good I stuff. texted you. And we ate them. My kids devoured them. I had three. Oh, my gosh. You're like levitating after you so eat So good. So when, good. When I walk into Fairway and Storm Lake, I walk back to the meat counter. There's a guy who worked there named Derek, former student of mine, and a guy that works there named Eric, former student of mine. They just start reaching for the one-pound container and the scoop by the ham salad. Uh, good kid, but knows my order. I'm like I'm like a regular in the fairway meat counter, and I don't really get anything yep. except ham salad, and I love it. And so does my son. He's all about it with Man, me. He's my ham salad. Never buddy. ate it once when I was there. It, it does. Have you ever had it? Yeah, I've had it. Not a huge fan. Big cornhole house, the Burkhart house. No, I don't like cornhole. We've talked about this. <laughs> it's a sport. Yep, sure is. It's on ESPN. <laughs> uh, I was gonna. I forgot that this whole thing started with you were hanging out with some old. Folks. I just love old people. I love talking to them. They're the best. I was at Buffalo Ridge Cafe one day. Some old guy walked by my table and just said, "Hey, can I sit with you?" He just wanted a friend. Sat and talked for an hour. It was great. I wish old people would do great that to stories. Me more. Great story. Love that. Um, while we wait on Tom here, I got to get something off my chest. Okay. I don't understand big wave surfing. I don't get it. It looks terrifying. It looks really unsafe. You don't like to get out there and shred the gnar? Man, these videos I've been seeing lately on like Facebook Reels, these guys are out riding these waves that are ridiculously large. And then when they ever jump off the board or spill out, it looks like they just get like die i how do you come out of that i don't know i'm not impressed like i don't and i don't think they're doing it to impress me but like for instance if we were at a party and somebody was like that guy over here surfed the biggest wave in the history of the world and then they pointed to another guy they're like 
that guy invented the board game Settlers of Catan. I'd be like, well, I'm more interested in the board game guy. His accomplishment seems way more interesting than sure. guy who wrote a giant wave on a board. Mm-hmm. No, thanks. I'm just like, when they go down and then they get in that spin cycle of that wave, you got to be able to hold your breath for a long gotta time. got to be disorienting. I feel like, yeah, and I feel like you're not coming up for a long time. It looks scary. I've seen videos where, like, dolphins start jumping out of those waves and are picking people off. Really? I don't like it. Tom just cracked open his second Zima, for those of you at home. (laughs) Zima party. Yeah, I don't have an opinion, surfers. Looks like fun. Fair. Looks like fun. Fair. Um, That one where there was a guy. I don't want to get in a wetsuit. There was a guy from (laughs) Germany, and I forget where they were. Maybe New Zealand. And it was people standing on a cliff watching him surf like 120-foot waves. And it was, if he fell, he would have been dead. For sure, they say. I don't. Know. I don't. Those are the kind of activities I just do not understand. It's the, all everything sponsored by Red Bull when someone can die. Like that. <laughs> so always true. Red Bull. It's like, hey, Red Bull's great. Watch this person potentially die. <laughs> like it's. I'm not. I get it. Like should be like Red Bull. I don't gives you angel wings. Bazinga! <laughs> <laughs> I got something I gotta get off my chest. Bring it. I love punk rock. It's the best kind of music. I don't know. I was just listening to the music and I was like, I love this form of music so much more than every other form of music. And I think it's the attitude behind it that I love so much. Punk rock was the first concert I ever went to. It was very, it was. You better not say Hawk Nelson. That is not punk rock. I went to the. (laughs) Isn't he a Christian artist? I might have even said (laughs) this. Yeah, but it's bad. And it was in the Valor Ballroom, which holds like 300 people. Mm -hmm. And it was Fall Out Boy, Panic at the Disco. Starting line, dashboard confessional, and I believe I forget the fifth one, but like it was all like people that ended up being stars. I'm talking about like the Ramones, the yeah, Clash, yeah, Rancid, Cartel. Don't ask, don't ask me to. It's, I did. It, love it's all cartel. punk rock to me. Yeah. Um, somebody said something the other day. I was Morgan talking about Wa- how like Morgan Wallen in the sure. early 2000s we had really early roots in punk rock. That Morgan. Hey, um. I think we should listen when other people are talking on the pod. <laughs> Just a thought. <laughs> um, somebody said, like, in the early 2000s, we were so good about, we had all these sub-genres of music. And now it's just like, well, there's rock. Well, this episode, we're going to talk about some fun things. We're going to talk about people that you can't trust, of which there are many. I hope we talk about fun things. That was a stupid comment. I'm going to take that one out. In the post edit. Uh, and then we're also going to rank the months because obviously our opinion matters most. So, boys, some people you can't trust. Vegans. Oh, can't trust them. I was vegan for a year. Careful. Why? Why can't you trust them? Why are you looking at me like that? I'm just waiting for your answer. I told you I was vegan for a year. I know. Why? Oh, why? Yeah. Uh, I wanted to try just it. Just general health concern or what? Um,. I wanted to see what it was like, and I'll be honest with you, this is going to cost me a lot of friends. It was awesome. I lost 40 pounds. I never felt so good in my life. That's a lot I, of weight. Yeah. I, I was I was eating all the time. I wasn't starving myself. I slimmed down, and I had more energy, and honestly, I just felt better. I stopped being vegan because it's just really hard to maintain, especially in rural northwest Iowa in terms of like food options it really came apart once baseball season started when you're like at a baseball park every night there's just no way to eat 
It's like I'll have taco that, in the bag without the meat. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I just really enjoyed it, and I wasn't anti meat. I I didn't do it for any like moral reasons. I was just like, well, I've never tried this. Let's give it a try. And then like I lost eighteen pounds in ten days, and like felt fantastic. Same. I Me. wouldn't. I wouldn't have trusted you for that year. So what's what's not to trust about a vegan? I don't know. I'm just trying to be funny. If we if we do this for every single one, so why don't you trust them? Like, what's going on? Like this whole thing's gonna fall apart. Yeah. I just I just wanted you to know you were sitting at a table with someone who's vegan for a year. Well, you smarted up. <laughs> Is that a way to say that? You wised up. up for all you Northwest Iowa people. I am very pro meat. I yeah. think it's delicious. Steak is mm. really good. That's my wife's favorite food. She loves steak. Mm. Loves Can't steak. blame her. Tom, who do you, who, what kind of people do you not trust? I don't trust people's high school sports stories. That's wow. that's. I thought it was a type of person. That's a type of person. Oh, you don't trust high school sports stories. That's Have I ever told you about the person. time I hit seven homers in a <laughs> <Yeah>. game? <laughs> the fish always gets bigger. 100%. It always gets bigger, guys. And and. So when I'm sitting with people I don't know who I can't fact check and they tell me about their high school sports stories, I'm always a little bit like, eh, really? I don't think so. I like to zig it when everybody else zags and tell like the most embarrassing sports stories. Like the time I got picked off third against our biggest rival. Then mm. I feel like I've earned your trust. Yes. And then I slip a real fishtail so in. The, Bert, <laughs> me, and you, me and you are the same. So one night uh, – and. I don't think Steph's family listens to this podcast, so I think I can say this without any fear of retribution. Um, her sister and her and her other sister were all Division One athletes, and and then her brother-in-law was a 400 runner at the University of Minnesota, so like studs. And we're going to some bar. We The kids had a babysitter for the night. We're going to a German bar in Minneapolis. And we get done and everyone's, you know, having fun. And on the way home, her dad's in the car in the back seat and sandwiched in between me and the brother-in-law. Did you say sandwich? Yes, sandwich. Oh. <laughs> I never told you my favorite sandwich. Yeah. And so he is got Italian BMT. He, he has literally got his phone out showing her, Steph's dad all of his high school Oh, highlights no. from like when he played oh, no. class 4a football and that's Min- so ridiculous minneapolis or whatever i'd have slapped him and like literally you could tell like, and i mean they weren't not impressive like he was running but still he was a running back for team that played against joe mowers uh Crete whatever durham. we yeah, all know joe, we hall. all know joe mowers overrated Crete durham hall they're playing the state championship he's showing highlights from there and i'm just like i don't got that kind of story you know what and and literally he gets done and you could tell her dad was not he was just like whatever dude like that was 10 years 15 Boy, 20 years is, ago i would be so annoyed yep and anyways so then i could tell how unengaged he was so then i said hey rod um can i tell you about my cross-country stories from freshman year in high school and and he literally you could tell you could tell he was just like over it but he's like yeah i suppose yeah sure what do you got and i'm like hey my race results are still online they were still online like a couple years ago. <laughs> and I said, this is my race result from my freshman year of cross country. And it was 150 runners, the Galva Holstein cross country meet. Tom Hinkledye was in second to last place. Nate Hinkledye was in last place. <laughs> and I said, what do you think about that? And he just 
doubled over laughing because he was expecting like. Did the a, other guy in the car feel like a dummy? <laughs> no, you, you could just tell the other guy. Like my brother-in-law was like, "Yeah, I probably went too far because Rod's loving this." Yeah, like, you know, <laughs> the, the guys that are really good don't talk about it much. Yeah. My my cousin my to. cousin Bill was inducted into the Iowa High School Football Hall of Fame last year. He wouldn't even tell you this. You wouldn't even know. Right. Like Billy B. Billy Burkhart. No, his last name's Albright. Uh, dang it. But my point is like Bill was really, really good and like never even talks about football. Don't never. need to. If Speech. you're if you're good, you probably don't talk about it as much. Yep. I just like to talk about the stories where I hurt people. I don't trust a guy with two first names. <laughs> oh. Oh. Okay. So if your name is like Ben James, I don't trust you. <laughs> My brother always said, never trust a man with two first names. <laughs> I like it. Another person you can't trust, people who regularly run out of gas in their car. <laughs> it's happened to me last night. No. You ran out of gas? Burke is going to counter everything I say. <laughs> He's a vegan who runs out of gas. I drive a 50-year-old truck that does not have a working gas gauge. That's okay. And so if I, you have a working gauge and run I, out, what's wrong with I you? I have to go over by like Cherokee last night and I'm like, when's the last time I filled up with gas? And I was like, I pretty much only drive around Alta. I'll let this slide. So I'm driving out there and it totally ran out of gas. But anyway, my wife had to bring me the gas can from the garage, and then the nice guy came home and <laughs> He's like, I got some gas on the shed for my mower, and he filled me up with what he had, and then I made it back to town eventually and filled up, and then I, now I actually have a gas can in the, in the bed of my truck that's full because you're just playing a dangerous game driving a 50-year-old yeah. truck with no <clears throat> gas gauge. That's true. I'll let that one slide. If you have a working gauge, though, how do you run out? I have a friend from college that this has happened. This was like a monthly occurrence. Can't you just see you're on empty and go put gas in it? Plan accordingly, buddy. Uh, my wife does not like filling up gas. Every time I get in her car, it's on empty. Every time. And she's like, I'm like, I text her. It's like, if I get in her car for anything, I'm like, hey, you got no gas. And she goes, yeah, I was hoping you'd fill it up. I was like, how long are you going to drive like this? Like, it, it is yeah. tempting fate. It is our duty That's to wild. fill up. That's true. If this were the olden days, we would need to feed the horse and put the saddle on. That's and true. She hook does up the wagons. It's it's it transfers over from ancient times. She mm-hmm. says, "I true. know, I know, it comes from true. our account, but I really hate to see the dollars. Like, like she hates to see us spending money like so viscerally, like you see it at a gas station. You got a big promotion like two weeks ago, didn't you? Yes. <laughs> so it's okay now. <laughs> you know what, Tom? You have my permission. Spring for the gas. <laughs> Get splurge a little. Splurge a little. Fill up with tank. Oh shoot! <laughs> have you guys ever heard the Shaquille O'Neal argument? He got in a full blown argument yes. with the rest of the guys about gas. That was the TV. dumbest argument of all time. So stupid. Yes. I've when he's that. like, "We'll just fill up like half a tank." Yep. It's like, well, then you fill up twice as much. He goes, "Well, then it's not as much money." Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Dude, yep. Jack, you're losing right now." Yep. Like what? He was going to the grave. If you just always fill up when you're half, you spend less money. <laughs> What an idiot. Maybe it affects like you're like, maybe you don't drive as much. He's not wrong if you're on the downward slope of inflation. Fair. Deflation is the economic term I'm looking for. Yeah, I think that's right. (laughs) He's like, if I fill up half a tank now rather than a full tank. It'll be less expensive In two weeks or a week, gas will have come down again. 
Yes. And it will be less Again. 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 Tom, who do you not trust? Retail clothing salespeople. Ooh, that's a good one. They always tell you you look great, and the mirrors are all screwed. So you're in that dressing room, and you're like, yeah, these jeans look great. It's just a constant battle. We, we are living two different lives, my friend. <laughs> I buy my clothes at Walmart where nobody's helping me try on clothes or give me opinions. Tom's over here at the buckle buying his lucky jeans. So, no, I asked Steph before this. The buckle. I, before Maurice's. this, I said, she goes, hey, what are you going to talk about on the pod? And I said, we're talking about people you can't trust. And she goes, what? Like, that seems like a Tinder keg. I'm like, no, not like actual people you can't trust. We're all like, hey, you Greg, we, you, know, you know Greg that we're all friends with? I don't trust that yeah, guy. Yeah. <laughs> we're not like alienating people that listen to this show. It's like groups of people you can't trust. Mm-hmm. And she goes, oh. And she goes, buckle salespeople. Mm. That's what she said. And, Love it. And I'm like, well, I don't ever go into the buckle, but like I go into Shields to try to buy you stuff. Oh, and God, the, the people at Shields are all over you. But they're nice. They're so nice and everything. And it's like, my wife is this big. What will she like? Do you go Here's into Shields what? to buy stuff like a shotgun? <laughs> a kayak. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, my, my, wife's, my wife really wants a kayak. My brother, <laughs> well, I got the perfect one for you. My brother worked at the Buckle when he was in high school. And he said that kids at Merle Hay Mall used to play a game, which was go into the Buckle, touch the back wall, and try to get out without a salesperson 100%. talking to you. We used to do that. And Brett said that they used to like let kids get almost to the front and th- like he knew what they were doing. Yeah. Um, but he said the reason we're like that is we just make so much off commission. Mm-hmm. He said the gold mine was when like some rich kid from West Des Moines comes in with his mom and she's loading him up for school shopping. You just like fight over who's going to help him. Shields is wild. Like, especially like right before or after baseball season, like we'll walk in there and Elijah is always wearing his baseball hat warriors He's got socks up to his his shins. They can just tell he's a little athlete. Mm-hmm. And there are people on us in a hurry. They're like, hey, this bat, this bat, this sliding mitt, this ankle guard, you know. And he's all about that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> I just had a fantastic shopping day yesterday. A little me day. Well, yeah, what'd you buy? Shields, JCPenney, Target. Did you go to Sioux Coles? City? Is mm-hmm. that where you got that beautiful shirt? I I, I do not yeah. like the Hawkeyes, but that's a great shirt. But this is Shields. It's a little snug. It'll look great about 20 pounds from now. Well, you've been yep. working on it. Shield. I bought something at Shields, Coles, JCPenney, and Target. Did you go by yourself? Mm-hmm. Do you like shopping by yourself? Oh, I love it. Me too. I it's like going to the mall by myself. Really? Yes. And I like going to like a board game store by myself. I don't feel rushed. I can just read as many backs of board games. Yeah. As I want solo to. shopping wait, days wait, are so go, fun. You you what you go to like places with board games and just read what they're about? Yeah, like a board game store where you buy them. I just like to pull them off the shelf. There's such a thing as a board game store? Oh yeah. Nice. So I have this reputation as someone that notoriously hates board games. Oh, wait till you see what's coming on my list. It- <laughs> So my my core group of friends in high school was Ped and a couple other guys that have been on this podcast. Yep. And they love board games. Mm-hmm. And I'm like the odd man out because like they'd have board game nights when we were in high school and they'd invite me reluctantly and I would just be there like hanging out while they're playing board games trying to disrupt their board games. And so this last, I don't know, it was like two months ago, um, one of the guys sends a board game in the mail <laughs> and literally to, Tom's house. to my house, Amazon package. And it's this game called Clask. 
and I get an Amazon package. And, and he stuff. side texts me and said, I'm sending him that gift. Yeah. And he sends it to me. And in the box is a Amazon receipt with the words typed on it, F U Tom. <laughs> and then he asked me like a week later, like, have you played it? I'm like, no, Derek. In true Tom fashion, I took that board game and I put it in the deepest, darkest corner of my house and it will never get played. And he just goes, LOL. And somehow my wife and son found it when I was gone at work. And the other night it was out and they were playing it. And I sent him a picture. I'm like, they're playing the game. And he goes, I knew it. And like, they love it. And Steph had the biggest smile on her face. They love it. I don't trust a guy who's got a wet ponytail. (laughs) (laughs) A wet ponytail. (laughs) The old man bun. No, just it's more like the balding. You're going bald. And then, like, but you have like a curly, wet ponytail. Like, that's disgusting. Why is it wet? Yeah. What's what are we doing? I don't. I don't trust your judgment on everything else in life. If that's what you're wearing around, I. I if it was dry, we'd be talking about a different scenario. But why is it wet? <laughs> you don't think I'm talking about yeah, sweat I, leaking I into it, grease. I, I I don't know what the liquid is, but. It's a murky situation back yeah, there, and yeah. I don't really feel comfortable with it. It's like a, it's like a palm, palm oil. Yeah, it's got a salve on it or <laughs> <laughs> some pomade. Yeah. I don't really know what's going on, but yeah, I, I would like to get to the bottom of it. I, I think was, you're gonna like my next one. Uh, I, I wait. Your Adam's gonna go next, and it's gonna yeah. be something. Your guys have been di- so directly much has to do with me. I have two left. I don't think they're that great. But my next one is uh, you can't trust that superintendent that thinks he needs to cancel school with a half inch of snow on the ground. <laughs> you talking about everybody's favorite person? Yeah. I don't know. Can't trust him. Uh, too let, rash. Let me let me guess. This was the complete opposite view you held when you were in school. Oh, 100%. There's no way back when you guys were in school, the soup would call it and Adam's just like, this is bull crap. We need to be at do you, school. Do you guys remember watching? We didn't, we didn't get. Do you remember canceled. watching Channel Four when like was popping up who was getting canceled and we're like, yeah, snow day. Like, That's come great. on, head. Yeah, I remember watching the news. I went to Woodward Granger, so we were at the end of the alphabet, yes. and you're just like waiting. And so rarely you're though. waiting, and you're, you're like eating your Fruit Loops, and you're. Like, <laughs> I'm trying to think of what schools would have been around us, but like it was, it was like Woodbine, and you're like, <laughs> and and yeah, Woodward, okay, this is great. <laughs> yep. I remember driving to school in some real hairy situations, wondering why in the heck we didn't have a two-hour late start or why we had school at all. And now you're contradicting yourself. Yeah, I know. <laughs> the uh, roll. The unexpected snow day is one of life's little gifts. It's a big gift. Yep. Yeah. And you Even know what else be- is a gift? The movie Snow Day. The hard part was is like it was always like you're like excited not to be in school. And then if your dad was a farmer – He'd be like, all right, let's go scoop crap in the cattle yard. Like, mm-hmm. like I didn't think this. Yeah, thing. that's one thing that sucked about snow days is yeah. my parents would not let me drive into town. Even when I said the roads were good enough. Nope. I'd always, uh, I always tell the students at school when like they're predicting like snowpocalypse or snowmageddon on the news. I'm always like, don't get your hopes up. doesn't happen. That it way. never, ever happens. Like, just assume we are having school tomorrow. And if it. If we have school, you'll be fine. And if we don't, it'll be like a pleasant surprise. The cousin of the snow day is the snow early out. Oh, yeah. Where Mm, it just starts building at about 9 a.m. And the school's like. Because that counts as a day. If we Well, we don't count days anymore. We count hours. But I don't expect you to know that because you're a school board member who's supposed to know these things. (laughs) (laughs) 
Wow. Wow. You could edit that part out. I had to give Tommy a hard time. I just got But like the snow starts the snow starts falling and the school's thinking, if we keep these kids here till three thirty, we're gonna have a real mess on our hands. Yeah. But the lunch ladies have already started the machine in process of making lunch. So they always let us go right after lunch. But everybody's walking around in a super good mood when they get the email saying twelve fifty dismissal. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a fun little treat. I'd go home and me and my buddies who had snowmobiles, we would snowmobile. It was glorious. All right, Tom. Tom, what's on? Who's next on your list that you don't trust? Yep, the person that hired you at a mark multi-level marketing company. Wow, that I don't is trust a good the person one. who goes to work for one. You can you can have either. <laughs> Real scummy people. Neither are trustworthy. That reminds me, I have a great investment opportunity for you guys. <laughs> It reminds me of the office when they're sitting, hey, grab a hand. Candles by Jan. <laughs> Jan Jan's candles. Uh, and Andy uh, I'm Bernard. In. I'm in. Thought about it. I'm in. I'm- That's my wife and I's like catchphrase. If it's one of us is like, do you want to get like pizza tonight? Then Th- we'll just go, thought about, thought it. about it. I'm in. <laughs> ah, Andy. Gosh, he had some good lines. I don't. All right, Bert. I don't trust people who drive with pets on their laps. <laughs> you have bad judgment in your putting everybody else at risk and there's no reason your dog needs to be on your lap while you drive amen put the dog in the back seat i mean what other wild animal would we let just be on your lap how is that less dangerous than me texting on my phone yeah you have a loose animal (laughs) on your god darn lap pardon my french you're not better than the rest of us (laughs) and i i i swear to you guys Imagine if that dog like goes down by their feet and just gets in the way of the gas and the brake pedal. Hundred percent. I swear, if I die in a car accident because some dog lost it and the driver crosses the center line, if I die like that, I'll be so pissed. I'll be pissed for you. <laughs> I'll be pissed on your behalf. That's a re- that's a good reason to be mad. I, mean, I I just I don't trust those people. I don't trust your. So many of the things that I wrote down on my list are like. You do X, therefore, I don't trust your judgment in any other aspect of life because you think this is a good idea. Mm-hmm. You think driving with your dog on, on your lap is, is smart. Therefore, I don't want to hear any of your other opinions. <laughs> Man, that made, me, drop. That made drop. me think of one I saw the other day. Uh, you can't – this, this uh, girl had posted a TikTok video about how she nuzzles her cat like with her nose and face and like makes you like – Makes it feel loved and welcome and like it's a part of the family. Yeah, you can't trust people that. You can't trust cat people that are like that. <laughs> that you got to be getting all up like your face on your cat's face. It's like, what are you doing? Cats are better than dogs, but I know what you're whoa, saying. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What? Way what? better than dogs. What? What What did I just hear? You're, <clears throat> a cat guy? you're a cat guy? Excuse me. <clears throat> cats are better than dogs. Cats aren't even better than rats. No. They're so much better. They're emotionally independent animals. They don't need I you. I can't believe this take. They can't, don't need you. You That's can't trust great. someone who thinks cats are better than dogs. You know how many times I've gone to a person's house? <laughs> this and I, is and a I, bridge too far. I want their dog really to is. leave me alone. Oh, I love dogs. I had this I had this friend. I would go to his house. We'd be like trying to eat in the living room watching like football or something. I think I'm done his podcasting. His dog would just <laughs> kept coming up and like trying to get a bite of my food and like pushing against my leg. And I'm like. Leave me alone. Or you open the door and someone's dog just starts jumping in you. And they're like, oh, he's just friendly. It's like, you know who's not doing that? 
your cat over in the corner who's chill as F <laughs> just being cool. You're not like, changing our minds. That cat right there is the coolest guy at this party. The dog that's jumping on me right now is the super annoying guy who keeps trying to tell me the same stupid owner, story. That's on the owner, not the pet. No, no, it's on the dog. My sister's sister's dogs don't do that because they train them well. That reminds me a little bit of uh, kids at a basketball tournament. (laughs) They're coming up and asking you for food and it's someone else's kid. (laughs) I'm not here to raise your child. (laughs) Let Let me just say this. I understand the appeal of dogs. The companionship is great. Dogs are the best animal. If I, if I was like a frontiersman, I would want a dog over a cat. I live in 2022 in a civilized country. I don't need the dog anymore. I just oh, want the cat that sits man. on the back of the couch and like maybe comes over to me like once or twice a week. That's I'm, all I need. I've never disagreed oh. more with the take. No, I'm a dog guy through me and too. through. Love him. I if I when I do not live in this apartment, it's the first purchase I make. Uh, I don't own a, it's a dog. Little puppy. My wife's not a dog person. It's maybe the biggest conflict in our marriage. It's, it's rough. She's not an animal person, and I would love to have my three wife dogs. and I are in lockstep on this. And what's hilarious is that we both had dogs as kids growing up, and what? neither one of us liked them. I'm getting when we find when we get the families together. Finally, I am going to have a dog. Well, my son is severely allergic, so we will not be able to come to your house anymore. Yeah. The one time we've had to give him the EpiPen in the leg and take him to the ER was because of a dog. No, sh- no, no crap. <laughs> you can edit that part out. I didn't say the but word. Like, bad word. I watched okay, myself me- slowly run over one of my uncle's cats with a tractor the other day. That is not the flex you think it is. That is like Jeffrey Dahmer type behavior. <laughs> um, it had to be put out of its misery. My, uh, you want a drink? If, if cat, or excuse me, if dogs didn't shed and didn't smell i totally get it like well when i see the dog plenty of hypoallergenic dogs now they still shed i no, just they love don't. dogs so yeah much. they do uh-uh. i want to live in a I, well, that's golden why, doodles do not shed i keep my dog outside i want to live on a farm it's an outdoor dog. no self-respecting man owns something called a golden doodle <laughs> I will say I'm a big. My best friend in the world has a golden doodle called. His name's Murphy, and he's eight years old. He's the best dog I've ever seen. Um, I heard your claim that they don't shed, and I think you're a liar. <laughs> I don't think that's true. I don't I, trust liars. I will say I'm a big no animals in the inside the dwelling guy. I'll let yeah. if Whoa. I have a dog, I'll what? let the dog in, hang out for a while. But even, remember, stay remember outside dog my house. Wiener, remember my wiener dog bacon. Yeah. Yeah. I my, I also I, don't I, like, I don't like pets in the house. Farm dog outside. I'll bring you in the house occasionally, but I'm going to build you like a palace outside, so you're not going to no, be I'm, cold in this Iowa winter. I love going to people's house and see they have a cat. I'm like, cool. I don't have to own a cat, but I can hang out with one for a little while here. There's one type of cat that's useful. It's the wild one that kills mice. I had a customer that uh, he had he had a bobcat farm. Whoa, pelts and stuff like. He had like he, they were alive, and then he killed them and skinned them. Fifteen bobcats that he breeds and pelts. That's wild. I've never heard of that. Yeah, wait till they get out. Like yikes! They got out a couple times. Like, what happened? He got rid of them finally. Woo! Couple. Now got, that's a cat couple, I could couple have. Got out. He's like, that's liability. I don't need. He got rid of his bobcats. Smart. There's the thing that one of the one of the things that bugs me about dogs is they are such a burden. Like. We have friends or family where it's like, hey, we're all getting together this weekend. You guys like, let's all meet at the hotel. And they're like, we can't. We have the dog. We have to stay home. Or 
can I bring my dog to be at your house all well, weekend? So it's like, to a kennel. no, yeah, no, you cannot bring your, I, I chose not to own a dog. I will you say you can't bring your dog to my house for the weekend. I am very bothered That's by, why we don't own dogs. Yeah. I am very bothered by people that refuse to take their dog to a kennel because they think it's going to like hurt its feelings and they well, it let will. it affect their social life. The great thing about a cat is it's like, we'll just fill the food bowl up a little bit more and put a little more water and they'll be fine for like six months. Like you could just leave. They'll come. You'll come back. They'll be totally fine. I did cat chores for the last five days for a church friend who's gone in Texas. Um, My youth pastor's wife, when she was a kid, they had pet skunks. What are cat chores? I had to go to go to their house. You're just going to gloss right over pet skunks? Okay. (laughs) I I literally had to go to their house. I'll come back to that. Okay. Dump cat food from a can into their gravity feeder. And fill it for like, it was good for like two days after that. And then I had to fill their gravity water feeder and then go home. It took three minutes. The thing, uh, so let's hear about pet skunks now. Uh, her this dad, has turned into quite the conversation. Her dad used to catch them and then he would, I don't know, chloroform, knock them out. <laughs> and then he knew exactly how to. Take the stink out of them? Yeah, he would spay them and um, take the stink glands out. And he, she said, they are just like cats. If you do that, what she's like, we have family pictures. We're all on the couch and the skunks just curled up in the window behind us. She's like, they are very much like cats. That's why you just got to You just got to. She said a couple times he uh, used a little too much chloroform and it didn't wake up. But yeah, she's like, yeah, if you catch uh, them, you can de-stinkify. Them. So the guy that he uh, a couple of us younger guys, he goes, hey, we've got a skunk problem in our house. So we set a bunch. We set a trap. And he goes, and it, it was a trap that he set away from his house, and he put a rope on it so that he mm-hmm. could pull it where he needed to so that he could then shoot it when it's in the trap. Mm-hmm. So they set the trap near where the skunks were, put this long rope on it, maybe 30, 50 feet. I don't know how long it was. So I need that, to know how long it was. About 70. Yeah. 30 to <laughs> 50 feet. This story hinges on how long this rope was. I think it was like, whatever. It was a long rope Okay, we put on. And he goes, the, the the rope was tied to the cage so that I could pull it away from the house and then shoot it, like, in the cage. And he goes, well, I can't get rid of this skunk. I was like, why? I was like, it's in the trap, right? He goes, yep. The skunk had diplomatic immunity? No. Like, the skunk, <laughs> literally right next to the house where the trap was, got in the trap, took the bait, but then the skunk pulled the rope in crafty little devil like by the knot and started pulling the rope in so the rope was curled up in the cage with the skunk this is some like pepe le pew yes. level genius by yeah. the skunk yes right next to his house and yep. he goes it's Can't have that's gonna have that smell going there and it, nope. he, it was going on two weeks and he just never went back there because he's like i don't want the you know the stink if he sees me he's like it's not doing anything I'm just waiting for it to go away, but it's still alive. Like every time I kind of go back there, it kind of rustles. And he goes, can you and, you know, this other guy, can you go take care of it? I'm like, go out there with blankets. And we're trying to like come around the corner, like throw a blanket over it so that it's dark and then pull it away. It took us like three weeks because like finally after about, it was just laying there gone, you know, whatever, but RIP. Yeah. RIP skunk. But, it was like a big thing for weeks on end. Every morning at work, before we talk about loans or anything else, we had an update on the skunk. Skunk update. 
Yeah. Can we talk about the problematic behavior of Pepe Le Pew? He was a predator. He Never really seen him. Was. Yeah, he's... He was <laughs> Harvey Weinstein before Harvey Weinstein. Pepe Le Pew did not survive the Me Too movement. <laughs> he did not. Yikes. No, he did not. Guys you can't trust. Pepe Le Pew. Pepe there it Le is. Pew. Let's rattle off some more people we don't trust. Rapid fire style. My last if one. We, if they all lead to 40 minute conversations, this is never going to work out. <laughs> That's right. I'll do a lot of editing. My last one is people that say milk instead of milk. It's called oh. milk. Oh, yeah, I have a friend from don't college. Don't say it he like says, milk. He says milk. And he, they also say like milk. Minnesotans yeah, say it. it a lot. And they also say like instead of room, they'll say rum. Dumb. Yep. Or instead of broom ball, it's brum ball. I don't know. Minnesotans have weird, weird accents. You guys want the milk? I have northern relation, and they say they have a lot of sayings like. Why uh, did you say that? Like you're from the 1800s? Yeah, I do declare. I do declare. I have northern relations. <laughs> you said it like you're a southerner pre Civil War, and you're embarrassed about it. But <laughs> <laughs> well, we go up to like uh, Fargo, where they don't have the accent, but they have all these weird sayings like. Kennedy did this the other day, and she goes, oh, for cute. <laughs> that doesn't even sound grammatically right. It's oh, not. for cute. Oh, for cute. Everything's, oh, for cute. It's like, oh, you know, this person, oh, for cute. I'm like, mm. what What does that mean? Now, I don't like it. Now, why do you have such malice <laughs> for your northern kinfolk? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> You get, you get above that Mason Dixon line, they don't know whether they're coming or going. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any people more people we can't trust? I have plenty of people I can't trust. I'm, I, uh, I'm trying to think here. Go to Ryan. I know he's got. Um, well, think I don't trust people who don't like to play board games. That is legitimately not on my <laughs> list. I don't understand it. Um, I, I don't, don't. want to understand why you don't like him. You don't trust me. <laughs> Uh, I don't trust people. I don't trust people who don't like baseball. Um, I don't trust guy who earnestly wears a fedora. Um, <laughs> earnestly, I love that word. Earnestly, I don't trust a guy who says he likes all kinds of music. That's like impossible. It is. I don't think you like any music if you say you like all kinds of music. Yeah, because who could like Taylor Swift? But don't you, you just think say that they people say that, can, can't people be ambivalent? Like, I don't trust those people. That they can just be like, yeah, I mean, I hadn't thought about it. I like hearing a lot of stuff. Like, I don't understand. I, I don't understand people who haven't done the self reflection to know why they like things or don't like things. I just don't. I don't know that it's necessarily that they haven't done the self reflection. It's just that it's not important to them. So they're like, I don't know yeah, why it's, it's not important. Great. I don't know why it's not important. Well, it's not important to me because it's just <clears throat> people giving their perspective Tom, through song. That's not even true. You once flipped your chair over because you got so pumped about Cartel. I do love Cartel. I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You like music. I, I know you yeah. do. I do, but like I can appreciate the art form even when it's not an art form that like that totally clicks with me. It's like if I go to a if I go to a concert, I can listen to a lot of different concerts that don't quite hit for me. But it's like this is live music, someone doing their art that I don't have the capability of doing, I appreciate it. For the person that says they like all kinds of music, I would say, I don't think you're right. I think you don't care about all kinds of music. No, I... It's not that you like all kinds of music. It's that you don't really like any of it that much. I disagree, like, because I'm the type that I'm like, I can go to a rock concert or a country concert or an emo concert, and I can appreciate art when I'm seeing it. 
because I can't do that. Like I can't do what you're doing. I right can't now. surf like, hundred foot swells, but I don't really appreciate it. I appreciate all forms of people doing things exceptional. I I do. I, I really don't like do. sea shanties. Like if someone can play baseball really well, I appreciate it. If someone can sing really well, I appreciate it. Like thank you. I you do the <laughs> drums when Ped does the drums. I appreciate it, even though I don't understand it. Like it's not for me. Like I can't do that. But anytime someone can do something that I clearly can't. I'm floored. It's like you're clearly passionate. Anytime I see someone super passionate about what they're doing and it's what turns them on in a way that I've never been turned on before, mm. I think it's awesome. I think it's awesome. I like it. <laughs> it's getting sensual in here. <laughs> I, I, Burke, you wanted to say something there. <laughs> I want to hear you this passionately defend Fedora guy. No, I can't. I can't do that. <laughs> There's no, uh, there's no art form with that. <laughs> I, I would agree with you on all of that, but then we'd both be wrong. So let's just keep moving. <laughs> uh, should we rank months? Yeah. What's your, what's your top month of the year? Are we doing top three, bottom three? I don't care. Uh, can I start? Yeah. End of August, early September. That's not a month. That's a month. You have to say a month. You have to say a month of the so year. You're going August or September? There's twelve of these. You on August or September? I'm gonna go August. At a boy, because go. it's the start of football. August is my second to last month. No, August is my favorite. It's like the changing of the guards. August is like my fifth. What? Yeah. August is a bad month. How is August a bad month? It's oh, I mean, super best. hot. It's in my top half. It's super hot the whole month. You're just basically like. Football. Me- mentally preparing for summer to be over. That's Football. a huge bummer. Yeah. It's the Sunday of months. It, no, the no. fun's coming to an end. I like no. August. Sunday fun the anticipa- day, man. The anticipation like, of football season and is like the kids awesome. are finally not super busy. There's a break, and for me, it's like I feel I, that I can watch some football games finally, and we get a break. I do. Uh, one of my other favorite months is the start of baseball for us. But Se- like September's way better football month. I just think August, August is like, a, yay, can't wait to watch my favorite team play a D2 team. Like, <laughs> September is like opinion. when, like, stuff. Yeah. What's that? I said it's Tom's opinion. Hey, don't tell was, me he's an idiot. Where was this energy when Tom was going off on my last guy I can't trust? <laughs> you are quieter than a church mouse over there. Now you're stepping in going, it's his opinion. Where was that when it was my opinion, I'm Adam? so fired up. Where? <laughs> Sorry. Jeez. Uh, hey, you mess with the bull, you get the horns. I, I didn't realize that August was so controversial. I, it's, it's top half for me. Summer five. All right, let's 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 hear yours because that, oh, one's, my number a, that one, one's a big one for me. My number one, unquestionable, greatest month ever, December. I knew you were going to say that. Well, I, I know. You're a it's Christmas a top guy. three month for me. Everything Pat, Christmas. If you're that Christmassy, how come I do Christmas lights ten times greater? Well, he lives in an apartment. That feels like a cheap shot. No, that's a cheap shot. It's not a cheap shot. Is Adam me to decorate the whole apartment <laughs> to prove it to you, I'm out here decorate this fourplex. Yes, he can. He can go decorate his farm, but I don't see much decorations there. I do Christmas lights like no one does Christmas lights around yeah. here. Outside of every, I mean, the music of Christmas, the Christmas movies. It's a great month for church, but the food, the family time, mm, all that food. <laughs> so the soups, dips, snacks, I, and I'm a big fan of early darkness. Love it. Really? I don't Hello, sweat. Darkness, I get my, my chores friend. done. I'm going to come in here. I'm going to work on the pod. 
That's, a great, think of, that's a great genre of music, too. I'm going to think of YouTube ideas, and I'm going to chill in early darkness. I love it so much. Ted, I think in YouTube, you need to, like, you always have a great moment on your YouTube videos where it's like you kick the pumpkin or you look at the cow's and it's like you <laughs> well, give a you look. You have to edit that part out. No, it's fine. And and you just, like, have this, like, clear, like, hey, this is a pet thing. Like, see that cow? That's an amazing cow. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Uh, video number two getting filmed on Tuesday. Video number three. My bad. What's your, what's your number one? Sorry. My number one month is November. Solid. Really? Yes, because it's the, it's the start of all the holiday festivities. Thanksgiving is the best holiday of the year. Yours um, isn't like March or something where like you're starting baseball? No, March is my th- third to last. Um, I like November because you have all of the holiday stuff to still look forward to. Mm-hmm. It hasn't happened yet. And Thanksgiving sort of kicks off the holiday season. And I like the weather of November. It's a nip in the air. It's baller weather. It's really good. You get a few warm days mixed in that feel yeah, good, but it's, it's mostly long tee and sweatshirt weather. Um, it's big guy weather, like I, us. I was born on Thanksgiving, so that's Thick boy. probably why I'm partial Your to Your birthday's Thanksgiving? The the day I was born was on Thanksgiving. It moves every yeah, year. His birthday is Thanksgiving but every I year. A, I was a turkey baby, yes. I'm just going to tell you happy birthday every Thanksgiving. Yeah, every, thir- every Thanksgiving Thursday, I'm just going to be like. There was a bummer being born on Thanksgiving because a lot of times my birthday did not happen at school. It was a, I mean, it happened over Thanksgiving break a lot. But Poor fella. I love that. I love November because it's such a short run from Thanksgiving to Christmas. Yep. The greatest run ever from Halloween to Thanksgiving to Christmas. To the New reason Year's. I have December 3rd. The reason I couldn't put it first is December 26th to the to the end of it is a, kind of a bummer. Why? Yeah. It's a huge letdown. Why? Because the funnest part has already happened. Oh. New Year's. Gotcha. New Year's isn't as fun as people like to make it out to be. We've been taught it's one thing in movies, but in reality, it's just not that. Well, I don't live my life according to the movie Valentine. Wait, that's about Valentine's. What's that one movie? Maybe it's just what's New your Year's number Eve? two month? Tommy? Let's just go around and say real quick. What's your number two month? What's your number two month? Uh, he my, said his was December. Okay, my number two month is actually more like number two four days, which is March Madness. Glorious. I take work off. I put four TVs, not four, three. Because some of the games don't happen, mm-hmm. but like I take that whole Thursday through Sunday off, and I watch basketball either by myself or with whoever wants to do it. March Madness is incredible. March Madness is the best time of the year by far. My number two month is May. Nice. I love the weather. I love springtime. May is number ten for me. We've gotten through the crap part of spring where it's like muddy all the time, and it's just but it's not super hot yet. Mm-hmm. My number two, October. Yeah. Halloween, shorts and hoodie weather. Conference college football games are in full sing. Harvest, love me a good combine day of the harvest, and playoff baseball. October was the fourth for me. I December is third. What's your third, Tom? Definitely October. Harvest. I mean, harvest. For- Here's something we all agree on. Yeah. October's high. October's mm-hmm. high. Like, it's just so fun to see, like, the farmers in my life, like, Bring it in, you know, and like I get to help a little Bring bit. Bring it in, guys. Maybe it's it should be higher than three. I'll I'll throw August off. I'll put October number two. March Madness is still number one for me. There you go. Number after, three. After what you the said. vitriol that I got for August, I'm going to throw that off the list. <laughs> uh, my 
my least favorite month is February. Nice. It's longer than I mean, it's the shortest month, and yet somehow it's the longest month. It's if, seven. For if me. you're an educator, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> February is the doldrums. It's dark. There's the fun part of winter has all happened. You know, Christmas, New Year's, all that stuff. You're just over it, and you're ready for spring. I I do not like the month of February. I'm a big darkness guy. I like dark, gloomy. It's a good time. My number three, November. You're finishing harvest. The fallback clock, so you officially hit the early darkness. Get to catch up on some shows post-harvest that I've been saving up on, which I'm very excited to watch. Better you Call Saul, by the way. Love is Blind. I do not. Should I? It's terrible. But <laughs> terrible, but you can't stop watching? That's Netflix's whole MO. Yep. It's terrible, but you can't stop watching. That's how it goes. Uh, the excitement of winter and Christmas coming is really ramping up, and obviously the Turkey Bowl. Love it. Thanksgiving morning. It's glorious. What's the Turkey Bowl? My teams win every other year. Uh, pick up football game that we do with our church, but anyone can come and play. You don't, should, you should you, come play. Don't you like tear ACLs while you're doing that? I so. never have. I just dominate. <laughs> I don't get hurt. I dominate. <laughs> How was basketball tonight? Oh, it was fantastic. Was it good? Yeah. Everyone's just always like, you know, Adam's going to be an easy guard. Hmm? No. Sorry you thought that, buddy. Now you're going to have to pay the price. <laughs> My last month is June. Starts getting too hot. That's it. That's all June, I got for June's it. June's my number five. My my bottom three are March, August, and February. Mine are May, April, June. March Madness is great, but it's not enough to redeem the rest of the month. Yeah. The fact that Burke didn't have August number one makes me question his passion to be a teacher. Figured going back to school would be number one, Burke. I'm not going to sit here and take that. Oh, man. I, if you know my personality, I like finishing things more than I like starting things. True. I love the year wrapping up. I love the finishing of anything versus the starting of stuff. Starting is always just stressful and like, will it go well? I have to teach everybody this new routine. Finishing is like, job well done. Put a bow on it. We're done. There you go. That's fair. Uh, my 90s quick hitter for us to end this episode with. Very simple. Uh, duck hunt. Love duck hunt. I had that as a kid. Duck Hunt was great. Uh, I almost never played it. The one place I remember it the most was when I was waiting in the waiting room to get ear surgery in Fort Dodge at the hospital to get my tubes removed that were lodging themselves into my brain. They were going the wrong way. I played Duck Hunt and ate so many graham crackers in that waiting room. It was awesome. We had Duck Duck Hunt. We had a Nintendo with a little gun. and Yeah, something about like the actual like the gun for a controller and... I don't know what it is. That game was awesome. I don't know how the technology worked. Mm. How did the gun know where on the screen I was shooting? I don't understand how it works. Great question. I really don't. I mean, I'm, it's 2022, 35 years old, and I'm sitting here thinking about it, and I cannot make heads or tails of it. <laughs> I mean, got me stumped. I, I'm, did you play I'm Duck Hunt a lot, Tom? No. Tom was a track and field guy. Yep, I we had this pad in our basement. Like uh, I don't know if you guys ever had the pad, like the track mm-hmm. and field pad. Like mm-hmm. we were lower middle class. <laughs> <laughs> Same, but like we'd have we have this basement covered in asbestos that we would have a TV with the old Nintendo, and then we had a pad. And so you do track and field in this pad. And that was our workouts. Like, we'd come up from the basement. Like, it was part of a Nintendo game? Uh-huh. And you just oh. run on the pad and jump on the pad and do, like, 
Olympic track and field and uh, win or lose or whatever. And we'd come up and just covered in sweat. And that was a good memory for us. Like I'd come up drenched and my mom was like, how'd you do? That's awesome. Yeah. Tom's like, I beat Carl Lewis. (laughs) (laughs) It runs in your blood. Uh, I was working out at the gym the other day and your, some of your children were in there. Tom's son gets on the treble besides me and, and then just dusts me. He ran at a solid pace for like 10 minutes straight. And I'm over there dying doing run walk intervals. They do like going to the gym with their mom. And I loved it. Yep. I was helping him do pull ups. When you sent the picture of Maya on the rowing machine. <laughs> yep. It was glorious. <laughs> I had Elijah on the treadmill on my left and Maya on the rowing machine on my right. Yep. And Maya was probably like, why is Adam breathing so hard? <laughs> <laughs> all right, boys. That's all I got. Maybe this one's going to go viral. 17,000 listens. Wouldn't that be something? Is that the threshold for for viral? It's just yeah. the number that came out the top of my head. Oh, what's the viral threshold? 15K? Is vir- I don't even know. Virality? Virulent? Is that what the word is? Virulent? I don't, I don't know. It'd be but, awesome. All right. Well, that was exciting. Uh, check out the pod on Spotify and Apple. Listen. Also, search Adam Pedersen on YouTube. The guy with the pink shirt on making a weird face. That is my YouTube page. Can't make you can't mistake it. Broncos um, country. Let's ride. <laughs> Cats rule. Dogs drool. Um. All right. Hut hut. <laughs> Dog.